I've only had one bad experience with the deep web, and it was way more than enough in my personal opinion. I'm not an overly technical person. I'm not a tech genius. I'm no hacker extraordinaire. But I do know my way around the internet, and I have an understanding of what indexing and non-indexed pages, deep web, actually are. I took a few classes on internet security, and there were a couple of sections dedicated to the deep web and dark web, or at least explaining what they were, how the technology worked, like onion routing and encryption, and I felt confident enough to get on the deep web, and I thought I could keep myself safe. And that confidence was my first mistake. But in my defense, this situation could have happened on the surface web. It just made it that much creepier that it was on the deep web. Because I wasn't interested in any of the illegal content on the dark web, I kept myself confined to the part of the deep web that was closer to the surface. Basically, the waiting pool of the deep web. Of these pages, I mostly visited things like forums and discussion boards. I had this personal appreciation for anonymous conversation, and while I wasn't a troll or aggressive or anything, I was a bit more out with my opinion and personality as there wasn't a name associated with the statement. Now, in order for this all to make sense, I kind of have to explain about what happened, and then go back to explain the how, because it won't really make sense otherwise. As stated, I spent a good amount of time on the forums. I spoke with people that I honestly considered my friends, and I learned a lot. It was actually kind of nice, kind of like there was a place that I belonged, <laughs> like a bar, but with text and random people that were faceless. Now, on the main forum that I would use, most people signed their posts and messages with a pseudonym. Of course, there was no control over this, and anyone could use anyone else's name on their post, and no one would ever be the wiser. Strangely enough, it was kind of an honor system, and most people followed it. My name on this site was, ironically, No Girls on the Net. It was supposed to be a joke, a play on the claim that there are no girls on the internet, just guys pretending to be girls. This was ironic because I was a girl. Anyways, on this forum... I was fairly well known to a lot of the people in my subboards, and people would refer to me as girl. I know, not exactly specific, but typically when someone typed girl, they were talking about me. Anyways, I was friends with a lot of people on this page, and they were all fairly decent. Never ran into anyone that I thought was really creepy, for the most part. That fell apart when I got a message on Facebook one day, of all places, from some guy that I had never seen before, named Derek. And that message just said, Hey girl. At first, I didn't put two and two together. I thought he was just being a douche. And I told him as such. My response was simply, 
What an incredibly rude and derogatory way to refer to someone. Give me one reason I should even bother responding to you beyond this. And this guy responds with, I thought that's what everyone called you. At least, that's what I've always called you. You're no girls on the net, right? When I read this, I was a bit freaked out. How had this person found my personal Facebook? There was absolutely no connection between me and that account, and I was always careful to not post anything that could be considered personally identifiable, and I had no idea how he had connected the dots. I asked who he was, and he once again asked if that was my username. I didn't want to tell him yes, but I also didn't want to say anything that may indirectly confirm that it was me, so... I ended up just saying that it wasn't me, and that I hoped he found whoever it was he was looking for. He responded with a smiley face, and then that was it for the conversation. I thought that was the end of it, I thought he had bought it, but I was wrong. I was very wrong. About a week later, I got a letter in the mail, and while this was a bit off, In today's day and age, that is. I didn't think too much of it. I took it in, and I opened it. And then I pulled out the letter. It was a printed letter that pretty much just said, Don't lie to me, girl. I know it's you. I want to get to know you better. Here's my phone number. Shoot me a text when you get this. P.S. I will know that you got it. I was seriously freaked out. This guy was sending me letters, which meant that he knew my address. Not only that, but he claimed that he would somehow know if I got the letter and didn't tell him. How? That's when I looked over at the envelope to see if I could find a return address, and then I realized that, of course, there wasn't one. On top of that, there weren't any stamps on the envelope either which meant that it hadn't gone through the post office. It was most likely hand-delivered, which then told me how he was going to know if I got it. My next mistake was calling the number. If I was going to fix this problem, I was going to have to do it head-on. I pulled out my phone, and I called him. When he answered, he started off with, Hey, sweetheart. I was legitimately disgusted. My response to him was, I'm not your sweetheart. I don't even know who the hell you are. How did you find my information? He avoided this question, but started saying that he was in love with me, and that he needed me in his life. I, once again, told him that I had no idea who he was, and that I wasn't interested. He told me to get interested, or things were going to be difficult between us. I had had enough. I told him that he was a creep, and that he needed to get a life, and then I hung up. He tried calling me back a couple times, but I ignored it. Then, he texted me, and I think I nearly pissed myself. The message that he sent me said, You're going to love me. One way or another, don't make me hurt you. 
which he then followed up with, See you later, sweetheart. Obviously, I was panicked. This dude was a super creep, and had no issues with being creepy out in the open like this. But I really didn't have much in ways of options, since he hadn't actually done anything. Being a creep isn't really a crime until or unless they escalate. Well, it escalated pretty quickly. It was actually that same night when things happened. Around 8 o'clock that evening, I heard a knock on my door. I, unfortunately, knew it was most likely him. I pulled the curtain open from the side window, and I saw this guy standing there in a hooded sweatshirt and black pants. Pretty obvious red flag in this case. He stood there at the door and just kept knocking. Then he started yelling that he knew I was home. I stayed off to the side where he couldn't see me and dialed 911 on my cell phone. When they asked what the emergency was, I said, loud enough for him to hear me, that there was some creep trying to break into my house, hoping that it would be enough to get him to go away. What I didn't expect was him to smash the glass of my front door with a hammer and then reach in to unlock the door. What he didn't expect was my brother, a trained police officer, to come around the corner with his gun locked on him the second he stepped into the house. As soon as my brother screamed, get on the ground, this guy started yelling, don't shoot me, and fell to his knees. My brother restrained him, and the cops eventually showed up to arrest him. When they got him out and in their car, they came back to tell us what they had pulled off of him. This guy came with zip-tie cuffs, a large knife, the hammer, obviously, and a pillowcase stuffed into the hoodie pocket. Basically, it was likely that he planned to kidnap me, cuff me, put the pillowcase over my head, and then take me out to his van, which he had parked just outside. In the van... They found condoms, adult toys, and various other creeper things that I don't really want to think about right now. So, that's the what. But the question becomes the how. How did he find me? How did he know who I was? How did he connect my stupid username with me as a person? Easy. I was an idiot. And apparently I had clicked a link that he posted onto the forum... This guy had linked to something on the forum page that I was apparently interested in, and it had malware that loaded onto my system, because I had some stupid software, like JavaScript or Flash or something, that was out of date and vulnerable. This guy was able to drop a keylogger onto my system. That, plus those fantastic little things in Chrome and Firefox that will save your personal information for quicker entry... Things like your address and name and all that. Yeah, that helped him tremendously. This guy had infected my system, and I had, unbeknownst to me, given him all my personal information. Then he turned into the super creep. Like I said above, this technically could have happened on the surface web, but I think it was more likely to happen on the deep web forum 
because I had taken my anonymity for granted. I thought I was safe. I thought I was invincible because my name was not connected to the board or the posts. So, I guess take this as a lesson. Do not think that anonymity is invincibility and make sure you always update your computer. In the time that I have personally spent on the deep and dark web, which I can say with all honesty has probably been way too long, I've seen some incredibly bizarre and really messed up stuff. A lot of what I've seen and done could probably get me into legal trouble if I went into details. Thankfully, I know what I'm doing for the most part, and have protected myself. This isn't my first story on your channel, but I'm not going to say which other one was mine. I'll leave that for the listeners to figure out. I will say, in that story... The actions I took were definitely not legal. That said, I thought I would send you another story, and send you one that wasn't me doing anything, but me finding something on the deep web that was genuinely unexpected, and legitimately creepy as hell. I can't remember the exact point in time when this happened, but it was a while back, pre-COVID, which honestly feels like an eternity ago. So probably early 2019. I was on one of my typical dark web excursions, trying to decide what I wanted to do while perusing through various onion links. I ended up on a page that was incredibly out of place. On the dark web, you get tons of strange stuff, adult content and what have you, but this page looked like someone's personal homepage. It had a guy's picture on the front and center, and it went into a lot of detail explaining exactly who this guy was. It had his name, location, professional experiences, software and apps that he had developed, companies he had contracted with and worked for. To be honest, this page could almost have been a substitute for the guy's LinkedIn. You know, if it weren't an onion link on the deep web. I started reading his info out of curiosity. Honestly, I hadn't seen any other page where a person laid out their entire life for the dark web, but this guy was putting it all out there. Experience, education, who he's worked with, what programming languages he knew, all of it. I seriously went through all of his pages, one by one, pretty much becoming this guy's biggest fan. Until I got to the bottom. There was a page titled, To the Love of My Life, Chrissy. I was already this deep into this guy's information, so I figured why not learn about the person that he obviously was in love with? (laughs) Couldn't hurt, right? But before I press on about what this page was, I want to remind you that this page was laid out like a CV. This guy was very professional, and was obviously proud of his accomplishments. It had tons of his personal information, and it seriously looked like something he could have sent to a prospective employer, Uh, but this page undid all of that. At the top of the page, 
there was a brief explanation of who exactly Chrissy was. Apparently, Chrissy was a former co-worker with this guy that had worked together at a previous contract gig, and he was very obviously, painfully obsessed with her. The page had a header slash title that seriously read, Chrissy is my angel, my light, and God wants me to have her, which was then followed by an incredibly cringy poem about how she was his world and how his life was only worth living while he was with her. Then there was a picture of a woman who I'm going to go out on a limb and assume was Chrissy. Now, all of that was within the first section of the page, and it isn't too terrible, right? It is creepy, but it wasn't necessarily terrifying. Well, after that is where things started to get freaking weird. After his quick confession of how much he loved Chrissy, this guy threw out any semblance of sanity, and his mental state became very apparent. He had picture after picture after picture of this woman. Again, creepy. He was obviously collecting pictures of her, but it just kept escalating. Several of these pictures, in fact most of them, were pretty obviously taken without Chrissy's consent. Some looked like they were taken at company events or with friends. Some looked like they were taken from a Facebook page. But a lot of them were taken of her at candid moments. There were pictures of her at her desk in an office, in a parking lot, eating lunch with her friends at a grocery store, and at a park with, I'm assuming, her husband and her kids. There were even some pictures taken of her through a window and through curtains of her in pajamas, and some others of her in her underwear in her bedroom. This guy was very clearly a stalker, which, yeah, was obvious, but he had taken it almost to the furthest level he could. By this point, we've clearly established here that this guy was obsessed, stalker, creep, but there's more. He had actually gone the length to photoshop Chrissy's face onto adult models, and then photoshopped his own face onto males in the same pictures. Each picture had its own description of what it was supposed to be, like, me and Chrissy on our honeymoon, a hot summer night, expressing our love, etc. And all of them were obviously photoshopped pictures of adult content with their faces, this man was obsessed, yes, which is creepy in its own rights, but this was a level above obsession. This was him living out a creepy fantasy with a woman that had a life of her own, and she had no idea how deep in love with her this weirdo was. I honestly felt bad for her. If I knew how to get a hold of her, I would have let her know so she could file a restraining order. I remember that, after all the freaky pics, there was a section at the end that said something like, Chrissy and I are soulmates. We met in heaven before we came to earth, and God wants us to be together. We will be the modern Adam and Eve, lovers meant to usher in the future. She will see how much I love her, and we will embrace as we welcome our new lives. Which, to me, sounded a bit like he was going to 
force her to love him. But I don't know. In the end, this was one of the weirdest things I've seen on the dark web. It may not be super creepy to some people, but it does make me wonder how many weirdos obsess with their women coworkers like this and don't build their own deep web shrine. The story is related to one that you've told in the past. You could see it as a continuation or addition to it. I'm not the author of that story, but I've had a similar experience. The story in question is the one you mentioned, I think, back in your first dark web video about the kids that ended up on the human meat shop. If any one of you don't recall the story, first off, you should go listen to the video, but it was about a group of kids who were messing around with the dark web and ended up on a butchery site that listed human meat and explained how to properly prepare it. They advertised their special seasonings and gave all the information about the specific human cuts. They also touted that they sourced on demand, meaning they had the ability to get the meat when you requested it. So they had it on standby, and then they would kill and cut it when you wanted it. Kind of like Wendy's fresh, never-frozen promise, but for cannibals. Yeah, it was legitimately creepy stuff. And what's even worse, it's legitimate. I can actually vouch for the legitimacy of the human meat market. I don't know about that specific page they were on. It could have been a honeypot. Who knows? But there are a handful of actual pages that you can work with to get human cuts. I've actually spoken with people that claim to have eaten human meat on the dark web, and they've told me it tastes close to veal, but depending on the person's fitness level, can also taste closer to pork. I don't know about you, but that thought makes me gag and kind of want to become a vegan. That said, I actually had a bit of a story about another dark website that was similar, but took it a bit further in their intentions. I'm not going to name the page. I don't want you listeners going out there and becoming man-eaters. Plus, it's super illegal to buy human meat. Duh. But there was, and probably still is, a dark website out there that is dedicated to cannibalism, but they see it as more of a religious experience than anything. You heard that right. They see the practice of cannibalism as a religious experience. This group of people that are on this page firmly believe that loving thy neighbor is not enough. You should also gnaw on their shins with a bit of sweet baby rays. Sorry, bad joke. Humor aside, I am being completely serious. The site was built by a group of people, a cult, if you will, that hold a firm belief that the ultimate act a human can perform to get closer to God is to consume their fellow man. Their ethos basically states that eating human meat can cause a change in your biology and would make you more than human. It said something about how it was basically the way to climb up the food chain and that the only thing above humans were gods. 
Thus, being more than human made you godlike. I remember reading a lot of their information and just thinking, wow, these people are completely and totally insane. But they definitely held tight to their own beliefs, and they didn't shy away from what they thought. Like I said, this was pretty obviously a cult, and it used all of the expected cult language, pushing you to become more than what you are, talking about how their leader was given this message from God himself, and trying to gather more members through their positive reinforcements of their ideologies. They had a section where you could actually sign up for a meeting to come and see what their group was about, which, to me, felt more like a method of getting more victims, but maybe they were legitimately recruiting people. Much like the other page, they had all the basics. How to prepare the meats, what flavors went best with what parts, how to safely eat your human meat, which is an interesting thought. There was even an entire section of the page dedicated to their members and rankings. It included their favorite activities. It was honestly like an icebreaker page that was made to show you that everyday people were also willing to eat other everyday people. Overall, this was a 10 out of 10 on my WTF meter, and if I disappear after sending you this story, you'll know what happened. I'll just hope they pair me with a nice salad to balance out the meal. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did enjoy this video, please do consider hitting that thumbs up button and also subscribing to the channel. It really does help me, and it really helps the channel grow. If you want early access to all of my content, you can do so by joining the channel memberships, or supporting me over on Patreon. All of this is optional, and all of it's greatly appreciated. Different tiers of the Patreon do get you better stuff, such as a really cool poster that I designed, and if you want to support the channel, that's the best way to do it. All that said, anything you do to support the channel is appreciated. Also, consider leaving me a comment letting me know which of these stories was your favorite. I just kind of want to know which what you thought. All that said, friends, I hope you have a beautiful day, and I hope I'll see you in the next video. But until then, sleep well.